following is a presentation of Main Street Media, your source for news, sports, and information on Main Street in Middle Tennessee. Welcome to Friday edition of Main Street Sports today on this program presented by Mid Tennessee Bone and Joint Willie Donick. You may know him as the Preds TV play by play voice. He'll be filling in for Jeff Hemp tonight on the Sounds play by play call. We'll join, uh, be joined by him on a variety of topics. Uh, we are efforting to get Ty Norris uh, track house racing ahead of a big weekend here in Nashville at the Super Speedway, so we hope to be able to talk to him. We got the weekend to look ahead to the Men's College World Series Championship Series is upon us. It will be Ole Miss and Oklahoma, our previews for that. We'll try and attempt to make some sense of the Memphis Grizzlies and their NBA draft last night, who is actually somewhat on the roster at this point. We'll dive headfirst into that. Braves chatter ahead of a big weekend as well against the Dodgers. Oh, because old friends are coming back to town. All that and more, a lot to get to on this Friday edition of Main Street Sports Today, presented by Ben Tennessee Bone and Joint. Over to the Hall of Famer, Mo Patton in his racing gear today. Classic. Looking fantastic. Mo Patton and the Sundrop kid from Alabama, Chris Yao. Well, I guess uh, baby blue wins this week. Baby three, blue. Three times this week I yep. wore the baby blue, and he likes it. I do like we've it. Seen, we've, we've seen it. Not the same shirt, though. Let's, let's <laughs> no, 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 no. No, just, yeah. you know, it's funny because I I am a blue wearer a lot. I love the uh, navy blue specifically, yeah. but I do wear royal and, and baby blue. Mm-hmm. But it's, it, it is interesting, and, and it's obvious, you know, that we like, uh, yeah. The colors. Yeah, I mean, you look at us. I mean, yeah. You see the logo. I, mean, look at you. You I got, got the, it. I got, got the, the two tone on. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's it's inbred in us. It really is. Um, I didn't really realize until you know this week just how much blue, particularly in <laughs> summer type wear. Yes. I have. Yes. It's a good color. For well, it's summer. a it's a cooling color. Yeah, it's supposed to be. So it's a state of mind, Mo. Well, and it's a state of mind. Certainly necessary. Yeah, Pretty but nice. you know, Mo, you don't need a color to tell you you're cool because you're cool all He's day long. Cooler than the other side of the pillow. Hey, hat tip to the late <laughs> the Stuart late Scott. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Guys, we got a great show today. Uh, even even if we can't. Uh, pull through with Ty Norris. We, we have tons of folks, uh, all right, tons of things to talk about, and Willie Donick will be a fantastic guest as well here momentarily. Uh, looking forward to today's show because, well, Dodgers and Braves series in Atlanta, which means Freddie's getting a ring tonight, and we'll see how the crowd reacts. I'm, I'm very interested. And it, I'm, It'll be positive, right? I will tell you what I'm most interested in is will the television pregame show carry that? Oh, they'll have. Oh, it I don't think there's capacity. any question. Yeah. <laughs> now, whether I mean, they, they carry it live, they, they ca- no, they'll carry it and they'll carry it live. They carry yeah. Jack Peterson's earlier this week. Okay. Yeah, uh, I don't think, watch Braves pregame live very often. Well, I checked 
because <laughs> I wanted to see jocks. I did not get to see um, Jorge Soler's, ah. unfortunately. I'm not I guess I'll watch if I'm around. I'm not going to, like, go out of my way to make sure that I'm home in time for free game. Not gonna we'll get timer. to that later on. <laughs> no, but I, I got some things to say. So. Well, I, it's it's going to be an interesting evening. Mm -hmm. in, uh, <laughs> and in the North game will be pretty interesting, too. In the North Atlanta, yeah. The game should be interesting as well. Yeah. Uh, today, our top story comes from the victory formation. Another retirement, this time from the Conference USA, current Conference USA member, UAB football coach Bill Clark announced his retirement citing health concerns, uh, apparently has some back issues and is going to require a spinal fusion, from what I understand. Mm -hmm. And just, you know, that's, that's a lot of recovery. That's a lot of, you know, physical therapy. He just, you can't coach when you've, Got to deal with that. And you certainly can't coach in pain that I'm sure he's feeling. So uh, it's kind of kind of a tough situation. One, I didn't realize he was only 54 years old. Yeah, but, but at his age, to have something like that going on is, is pretty tough. And so, you know, best to go ahead and get that taken care of and try to improve that quality of life for the remainder thereof. But, yeah, yeah, he, he's – relatively young, relatively fit, he, it appears. Mm -hmm. So you would think that, you know, now would be a great time to do it because you don't want to, you know, you don't want to try to be doing physical therapy when you get too old to be able to do physical therapy. So it, it former Jacksonville state coach, Bill Clark. And, uh, I'll tell you, it is, it's going to be tough on the south side for the Blazers over the next couple of years not having him. Uh, Bill Clark retires without ever having had a losing season as a head coach at any level. And and I think, you know, you, you have to respect, even as a non-Blazer fan, which I would probably consider myself, given their Conference USA membership, Understandable. One other member of Congress <laughs> in particular, but you know, he took that job, and soon after he took it, they shut down football. The, uh, I mean, his first year ended, and they said, "Adios." <laughs> Thank you. What, Paul Bryant Jr.? I pretty much, yeah, yeah. So, um, and brought it back. He led the charge to bring it back, and the return doesn't happen. Mm -hmm. Without Bill Clark, Bill Clark had opportunities to be coordinators. He could have been head coach. He he could have been a head coach at a number of universities. Could have gone to be a coordinator at Power Five schools. Uh, it just uh, could have been you know may have, could have gone to South Alabama and been the head coach. I mean he he had plenty of opportunity. Right. Decided to stay in Birmingham, fight for that program. Went out and got five million dollars in uh, in pledges from local businesses and. Coordinated with the BJCC to get protective stadium built. All of that doesn't happen without Bill Clark. Bill Clark saved UAB football. Not only did he save it, he brought it back. And in the year he brought it back, in their first year back, still didn't have a losing season. All right. That's insane. So uh, you you have to you have to recognize and respect that 
Amon, when you talk about Bill Clark's career, you you have to that chapter can't be left out. No, it it may be the most important chapter of his career. He saved a football program. <laughs> he, he literally revived it from the dead and then took it to two Conference USA Championship games. Yeah, yeah. So, um that's insane. So wish him the best of luck. Absolutely. And hopefully he emerges from this episode healthy. Would love to see him on the sideline again, no matter where it is. Mm-hmm. Even if it's just in a, in a, and he said he would stick around in a consultant type role. So sure. I, I really hope to see him on a sideline once again, because he is a phenomenal football coach, uh, no matter where he may be. All right. That is our top story today. We will send it to JP for all of the scores from yesterday and this weekend schedule on the rundown. Here's the rundown. The Friday rundown is brought to you by Chip Walters of Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. The voice of the Blue Raiders also wants to be your trusted advisor in real estate. Contact Chip at 615-542-1915 or through his website at choosechip.net. Chip Walters, proud to support local youth sports in Southern Middle Tennessee. All right. Thank you, Chip. Looking at uh, Thursday results in Major League Baseball, the Braves 7-6 winners. As we mentioned yesterday on the show, a day game, uh, seven six winners ahead of a weekend series coming up. Pirates uh, took ten, but they defeated the Cubs ten uh, eight to seven. It was the Dodgers ten five over the Reds. The Brewers six four winners over the Cardinals. Uh, Gwinnett four one winners over the Sounds yesterday, and uh, the weekend will continue uh, here in uh, just a little bit. We'll talk to Willie Donick, who will be filling in for Jeff Him. Uh, on tonight's call. Uh, coming up, uh, Men's College World Series. Actually, that was yesterday. Ole Miss in that if game. Uh, the elimination, 2 nothing. Arkansas. And De- Deloche, I believe, is that right? The pitcher for Ole Miss? Not Lelouch, just Deloche. No, Delusha. Delusha, thank That's you. Dylan Delusha. Delusha. With um, the distance. Yeah, yes, he did. It was impressive. Uh, two nothing shut him out, and uh, Ole Miss advances to the College World Series championship series against Oklahoma starting tomorrow. WNBA last night it was 94 uh, 68 Dallas over Indiana, Minnesota down Phoenix 100 to 88. It was Seattle 85 71 over Washington and Chicago big over the Sparks of Los Angeles 82 to 59. Look ahead of the weekend schedule. Uh, a lopsided victories. Yeah, there, it was. Yeah, ninety four sixty eight. Not Yeesh. not a whole lot of competitiveness uh, in the um, in the W Association last no, night. Not last night, not at all. Did they have any kind of nickname like uh, you know just the W? I think W. Yeah, is that what they call the W? Um, weekend series, uh, of course, the Dodgers Braves. Plenty more on that one to come. So stay tuned. The Blue Jays at the Brewers. St. Louis welcomes the Cubs, and the Reds travel. West to take on the Giants out in San Francisco. As I mentioned, the Sounds continue their series with Gwinnett at First Horizon in Nashville. Men's College World Series begins tomorrow, a Saturday, Sunday, and then a Monday if necessary. Best two out of three, Ole Miss and Oklahoma uh, on ESPN. We'll have, of course, all of that. Uh, We've talked about it quite a bit. Uh, NASCAR, the Cup, all Cup Series, or all three uh, divisions actually are in Nashville at the Super Speedway this weekend, or Gladeville to be exact. But the uh, the big one on Sunday, the Ally 400, 4 p.m. NBC. By the way, just got confirmation. Ty Norris will be joining us 
Awesome. Yes. <laughs> That's fantastic news. I was making sure that, that Pause I Pause for that. dramatic effect. Well, I, I, was, I was reading, make sure, yes, he can do 3 o'clock, so that's good. He said his voice may be a little shot after a couple of events, but he will be joining <laughs> us, so that's good. So we'll get Ty Norris of Trackhouse Racing to join us uh, coming up at 3 o'clock today. Uh, MLS Saturday, Nashville. Uh, SC will be uh, at DC United at 4 o'clock. It's going to be on the mothership. Yeah. So if you haven't seen them play, you got a chance there. Uh, nationally televised game for Nashville SC. NHL Game 5 Lightning at the Avalanche, 7 o'clock. Uh, that is on Saturday. And um, ABC Colorado leads that one three. Is that Saturday or is that tonight? I think it's tonight. It is tonight. I think so, too. Yes. Um, also, over the weekend, uh, USFL playoffs. We know where this came from. <laughs> Philadelphia Stars against New Jersey, 2 p.m. on Fox and New Orleans and Birmingham, 7 p.m. on NBC. This is the first round, right? The semifinals. Semifinals, yes. Right. They had last week off. Is that right? No. They played, they played last week? Yeah. Okay. Uh, and the CFL. Tonight, Hamilton and Winnipeg on ESPN2 at 7.30. Toronto at BC on Saturday, 9 p.m., also on the Deuce. So there you go, CFL. We still have a Tennessee in on the Toronto staff? <laughs> That's a good question. I don't know. <laughs> uh, no, he is a head coach oh, okay. at Edmonton, I believe, because I, I saw him on a game over the weekend, maybe. Yeah. They, were, Ed, get, they were getting beat, which is a good thing if you're from South Pittsburgh. <laughs> That's right. The Elks, yeah. no longer the Eskimos. Right. That is, All right, so there you go. That's your rundown brought to you by ChooseChip.net. Boys. All right, let's take a quick break. Willie Donick on the other side, pinch hitting for the voice of the sounds, Jeff Him. And I'm sure there will be some mention of the Nashville Predators in this conversation. So stick around on Main Street Sports Day, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. We will be back after this. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint treats your orthopedic injuries and existing conditions. Our trained physicians will get you back in the game faster. Contact us at 931-381-2663 or www.mtbj.net. Hey folks, while we take a quick break from the show, I want to tell you about our friends over at Custom Stone Handlers in downtown Columbia. Ed Rich and his team at Custom Stone Handlers believe in leadership. And outside of the military, our greatest leader building platform is sports. Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game. You can contact them today at 931-490-4990. Or visit customstonehandlers.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods here in Columbia has been outfitting teams, officials, and anybody else from T-ball to college for 50-plus years. Be sure and check them out at 931-388-8060 or online at jonesandlang.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, the look of a winner. Zion Christian Academy, zioneagles.org or 931-388-5731. You can schedule your appointment. Go toward their campus. It is beautiful over there, and you're definitely going to want to see it. Again, it's zioneagles.org. Give them a call, 931 388 
888-558-5731 and schedule your tour today. Are you an enthusiastic sports fan? Want to have fun and get in on the action? Heck yes, that'd be awesome. Have great attention to detail? Want to stay active? Definitely. Want to give back to the student-athletes in your community? Obviously, yes! Then you'd make an excellent high school sports official. We need more officials in Tennessee. Because with no high school officials, there are no high school sports. Sign up today at highschoolofficials.com. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint has been the official sports medicine provider for Murray County Schools for more than 40 years. We specialize in orthopedic injuries, and our OrthoQuick walk-in service lets you bypass the ER. Visit us online at www.mtbj.net. All right, just getting started here on uh, the Friday edition of Main Street Sports Today. A reminder, coming up, we'll be joined by Ty Norris around 3 o'clock with Trackhouse Racing ahead of a uh, big weekend at Nashville Super Speedway. Also, a fun, well, maybe a fun, I don't know, could be um, fun to some series with the Braves. Freddie Freeman coming back, plenty of chatter around that as well. Um, so, um, plenty to get to here on this Friday edition Back over to the clad in blue Hall of Famer, um, Mo Patton. By the way, uh, Chris, the last show before he officially receives that um, that little uh, little award. Is there a trophy, Mo, for this? Do they give you like a? Are they going to hand you something Monday night? Supposedly, yeah. Tennessee Sports Writer he, of the Year. He won. Mo Patton. Give me my money. Give me. <laughs> That's right. That'd be nice. Uh, lovely parting gift. Lovely parting gift. Yeah. Okay. We, we might have to. We might have to steal him for a segment on Monday just to get some. Yeah. Get the get the weather report out in uh, over in Winston. Over in Winston. Winston Salem. And if you happen to see uh, the new Memphis wingman, tell him we said what's up. You know, we we there is on the itinerary a tour of the Wake Forest Athletic there Facility. There you go. So you might see him. He might be hooping. Might run into him. Might run into Steve Forbes. <laughs> so we'll, we'll see. Got a lot going on, but uh, yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. Mo will be Mo will be in and out next week, literally, like in and out, <laughs> out and in and, in and out. <laughs> out and in, basically. <laughs> like, so yeah, yeah, it's okay. We'll we'll, we'll figure it out. I'm sure. Uh, it, the summer shows are just whatever we can put. See who shows up. Yeah, whoever shows up gets to talk. And don't don't show up if you don't want to talk is what we're saying. But if you do, three fifteen West Seventh Street here in Columbia. Here we go. Now Be you should careful with that. Uh, you should show up tonight to First Horizon Park because Waskar Enoa is going for the Stripers one peak <laughs> as they are on a two. They lead the series <laughs> two to one. Over the Nashville Sounds currently, and uh, Dylan File will take the bump for the Sounds. But pinch hitting for Jeff Him not only tonight on 94.9 ESPN Radio, the fan, but also today on Main Street Sports Today is Willie Donick. Willie, what's going on, man? Hello, gentlemen. Uh, I hope you can hear me okay. Oh, yeah. We can hear you just fine, man. Just want to... um make mention at this point that Jeff is out of pocket today because um, his wife's grandmother passed away up in Illinois. And so the family is headed that way for her, for her services. So um, if you could keep Jeff and his family in your thoughts during, you know, an obviously tough time, we wanted to, um, you know, send our condolences to him and his family during this time. But um, 
Willie, appreciate you stepping in for him today and tonight, obviously. Um, former Vanderbilt two-sport athlete, we'll say. So um, getting back to his roots, doing a little baseball play-by-play. You looking forward to this? Oh, yeah. And uh, let me pass along my condolences to Jeff and his family as well. Uh, I think Jeff is one heck of an announcer, and I, I think you guys would agree. I, I think he's a major league announcer that just needs the opportunity. Uh, he's gotten a chance, I think, to get a taste of it a couple of times before filling in uh, at the major league level. So I just think his time is going to come. I, I, I was at the park last night uh, along with Max Hurst, who's going to be helping me out with the broadcast tonight. It just, you know, you see a pro at work when you sit with Jeff for a few innings there. So we're looking forward to the opportunity. Uh, hopefully I'm not too rusty. Max has probably done more baseball than I have over the last few years because of his involvement with Vanderbilt. But uh, I love doing baseball, and so it's an honor to be able to, to hop in the booth for a couple of days. I was going to ask you, when was the last time you'd done baseball? I filled in for Jeff, uh, I want to say a couple of years ago. I Jeez, the, the, the years start running together. I want to say maybe a Labor Day weekend of 2019. I got to do three sounds games there. It's interesting. Adam Wainwright was on a rehab assignment for the Memphis squad and so i got a chance to see him pitch and i was doing the game with kevin jarvis who way back when was teammates with uh, adam wainwright so that was a fun night uh to be able to see that and a lot of those memphis players uh have moved on and are playing every day for for the cardinals right now like tommy edmund and and, and some of those guys and of course the sounds back then were still i think that was the last year maybe that they were still oakland and uh you had guys like Jesus Lazardo and Loriano and some of the guys. Maybe I don't. I don't think Matt Oslin was still there that weekend. But it's incredible how many guys go through uh, Nashville, and you you get a chance to see him play. Mo, I know you can go way back and name some names that we saw before they were stars. Oh yeah, we we could, we won't. But um, <laughs> but I tell you what though, in the radio booth, we've had some talent come through there as well. You know, you talk about Jeff Ham being a major league play-by-play announcer who's not there yet. But, I mean, you had Bob Jamison come through here. We Chip talked about him the other night. He's retired and back in town. You know, um, Steve Carroll, who is now doing um, Anaheim hockey. Yep. Steve Selby was a major league play-by-play announcer who, who n- never got the opportunity. Very unfortunate. But, um, yeah, the, the talent in the booth – for the Nashville Sounds over the years has been quite impressive as well. Um, how does one get ready for pinch hitting in the booth? Well, we uh, I I'd like to think I'll be ready from a baseball side. I, I my my son is a 16 year old. He plays high school ball. So between that, between watching a lot of college baseball, watching Major League Baseball, I feel like I watch as much baseball as anybody around. Um, who isn't involved, you know, on a daily basis, that being their job. So I, I think I'm ready from an enthusiasm standpoint, a love of baseball. So I'm up on the game. But I, I think where I am going to really try to catch up by 7 o'clock tonight is just trying to get familiar with each roster. You know, uh, and that's why I went to the ballpark last night. I watched some of the guys play. Uh, a lot of the prospects have had already been pressed into duty. We know the, the Brewers have lost three very talented starting pitchers. So they've had to dig down into Nashville uh, to get some players there. It's a great race. I watched some of the Brewers Cardinals game yesterday and the Brewers got a big win there. 
So they're involved in a really good race. And of course, we, we know how many Braves fans are in uh, in this area and uh, and love that team. My son actually is in Atlanta playing in a travel tournament. He's going to, he's going to go to that Freddie Freeman game you guys talked about. He's lucky enough to get tickets. And so he'll be uh, watching Freddie Freeman. We'll see if he gets booed. <laughs> or how many people boo? How many people cheer? It'll probably be a little bit of a mix. Um, we'll find out. Yeah. So, yeah, that, that'll be something everybody's going to take note of. You know, I, I'm really interested, Mo, because <laughs> Willie, they, they kind of threw you into the wolves as it is Copa de la Diversion weekend. <laughs> and so yeah. the Nashville Sounds will be will not be the Nashville Sounds this weekend. So have you brushed up on your Spanish? You know, I took <laughs> I took four years of Spanish in uh in high school and another couple of classes at Vanderbilt. But my biggest mistake when I graduated from Vanderbilt, I tried to take a shortcut through, uh, you know, through the, the requirements. And so I made a big mistake in taking a class that was actually in Spanish. And when I got, <laughs> to, when I actually got to the room, I realized that everybody in the class had spent a summer abroad brushing up on being able to have conversations. So needless to say, I struggled mightily in that class. So I have my limitations, but the basics, you know, I played a couple of years of minor league baseball. So uh, I absolutely loved the interaction with some of the guys at the low minor league level that had just come up from either Puerto Rico or Dominican Republic or Venezuela. And they were learning the language for the first time. So I enjoyed trying to help them along and, uh, and, and testing out some of the things that I learned in, in a classroom. But you're originally from Florida, though, Willie. So, so you got that going for you too, right? Yeah, there's there's plenty of plenty of it down there. No question about it. Yeah. The teal. What what is it? Vuvuzelas? No, no, no. That's no, soccer. No, okay, my vihuelas. Vihuelas. There we go. My my bad. I I knew that wasn't right when I said it, but I I couldn't remember what it wrong was. instrument. But that's okay. It, it's what is it Spanish for? guitar i guess willie yes guitar ah. that's the idea uh is the the guitar theme so i think that's on the uniform tonight is that right there's it there's is. two sets of these uniforms mm -hmm. that they have i'm told so one's tonight and one's tomorrow should be fun because there's fireworks tonight too by the way yep <laughs> hey i listen willie i i was i i've been waiting on fireworks for the first two months of the season i every friday asked jeff are we having fireworks tonight no Finally, fireworks are back. So, are you going tonight? I might just, I might just take a trip to First Horizon. I, I really want to see Wascar, and obviously, anytime the Braves organization's in town, I like to get out there. So, probably, Wascar uh, getting the start for for Gwinnett. Um, obviously, as, as you mentioned, a lot of Braves fans in the area. Two of them right here. Um, Drew Waters, I assume, will be playing somewhere in the outfield for the Braves. Um, the stripers, Not one the breeze. breeze. Excuse me. Tonight, um, Gwinnett has won the first what the last two games of this Correct. series after the Sounds won the opener. Correct. Um, Sounds are still up a game and a half in the division standings over both Columbus and Memphis. So, um, if you care about that kind of thing, this is a pretty big ball game. It is. It's a it's a six game series, which is really. Really wild. I wonder if, if the guy that starts game one, I haven't looked at it yet, but if the guy that starts game one, will he get a second start in the series, or would, would you rather just uh, find a sixth guy so you don't see the same guy twice in the same series? But 
they'll be very familiar with each other uh, before the end of the weekend. It's just so great, I think, that the Sounds have uh, teams from this area. It's not as crazy. You guys remember the, the old PCL. When mm-hmm. they went to that, it, there were some crazy times. You guys were talking about some of the former play-by-play announcers. And, uh, and Jeff had to do it for a while there, hopping on a plane. You go to Fresno and you go out to Vegas and Portland. A lot of long rides, a lot of long layovers there. It's much, It makes much, much more sense now uh, yeah. the way they have it laid out. And much better for, I think, people in our area to relate, you know, when you can see Gwinnett come in more often. Oh, definitely. I think, you know, you've got Gwinnett coming in. You've got Louisville, which is Cincinnati's AAA team. Obviously, um, Memphis, as you mentioned earlier, the um, the St. Louis AAA club. So there's a lot more teams and a lot more players that area fans have some familiarity with either on the way up or on the way down probably. So um, I, I do think that this, while it has taken some getting used to, has probably been a better fit for minor league baseball in this area. So, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's been fun, I think. It just, it's kind of odd the way it all kind of came about. But um, Willie Donick, pinch hitting for Jeff Hem here on Main Street Sports today as we um, take a look at the sounds. They've got um, the remainder of this series against Gwinnett at home off on Monday, and then six more as Indianapolis comes to town. So nice little 12-game homestand for the sounds. Always nice to be at First Horizon Park. That is a beautiful park, is it not, Willie? I love it. It's it's so scenic, and I thought the weather was beautiful last night. Uh, it's not quite as uh, bad. We had a couple of days there that, it, boy, it was rough to be outside for sure. But uh, I I think the layout is so cool. You know, I think we always – and, Mo, you go back to – you know, you, I can remember coming to some games at Greer Stadium. We just – we dreamed about having something like this now. And now we almost take it for granted. You know, uh, there's so many things going on. we got the races back at the Nashville Super Speedway this weekend. you got the Monster Jam coming. But – I mean, they had they had nine thousand there last night, and I think they're gonna, you know, customarily, you almost expect weekend games to sell out, no matter no matter what the situation is, no matter what's going on in town, even if even now that we have Major League Soccer, so I, I just think we've grown so much as a sports city, and because it is a first class facility for sure. And the other thing I notice every time I go over there is when you park back in Germantown somewhere and you just walk, there's so many people out and about. There's cool places to, to hang out before and after the game. Uh, so it is really, it's really come to fruition, and it gets better every year. Willie, before we let you go, we absolutely have to get your thoughts on a couple of things with the Predators. One, uh, Philip Forsberg. Two, Bill Haslam. And three, Roman Yossi. Quick thoughts on those those three yep. topics. Do you see yep. the Predators uh, with number nine in the lineup next year? Okay, so we'll take them one at a time. You're right. This is another sign of a, a growing sports city mm-hmm. where uh, you know hockey topics can be top of mind in late June. Uh, Philip Forsberg, I still think there's a there's a really large percentage. I'm uh, I'm. I'm about 75%. I still am confident that when the pressure really gets on and the calendar turns to July, that you're going to see some real negotiations and they'll find a deal. I'm of the belief that Philip Forsberg would like to stay. 
and the Predators would like to keep him. And I think when you have those two feelings, you find a way to get a deal done. I feel like the Predators have not offered their best offer. I think they're trying to get him signed at a number that they can still retain enough cap space to address the needs of the roster. Because I think they all feel like they want to win a championship. The more cap space they have to address two or three changes that they'd like to make to go from being a good team to a team that can really contend. Uh, and, you know, Colorado's on the verge of winning the cup tonight. And if they win tonight, they will have gone 16-3 and three mm. in the playoffs, which is really, really tough to do. So the domination they had of the Predators uh, maybe puts in a little perspective. I, I think that's, that's the bar that you're trying to set. You've got to try to – because Colorado's not going to go anywhere for a while. They're going to be different, but they're going to be really good for the next few years. So Nashville has to get better uh, for do that. So they're preparing for life without Philip Forsberg. There is a chance he doesn't sign. But I still think the probability is, uh, in, in a pretty strong way, I think they'll find a way to get a deal done with number nine. Bill Haslam. I, I really like the fact that this, this group, this ownership group, that you go back to 2007 when Herb Fritsch and Tom Sigaran and David Freeman, you know, those guys came out of nowhere to help save the team. And those first few years – there was a transition. You know, they didn't have the super deep pockets to where they could just kind of say, hey, we, we've got it. Everything's good. They worked extremely hard to build the value of the franchise, build the fan base. And now they get this infusion of Bill Haslam, who does have deep pockets, has a deep love for the state. I think has grown to appreciate hockey a lot more. You know, he didn't he'd be the first to tell you he's a sports fan, but he's like a lot of us. Right. We we were sports fans when the Predators came to town, but we weren't necessarily hockey fans. But over a generation of time, you get more and more familiar on different levels. And he said that run to the cup final in 2017, he went from one level of fan just to, hey, I, you know, I enjoy that we have it here to, hey, this is pretty cool stuff. I want to dive in more. And now here he is. He's going to become one of uh, one of the ownership group and steadily become the majority owner. I think it's nothing but positive. Uh, for, for the franchise, because it never hurts to have some financial muscle uh, to add to an already pretty strong franchise. Roman Yossi. <laughs> Finally, Roman Yossi. There were there were 17 people in the voters, which is around 200 total, that voted him third. There were three that voted him fourth, and there was one that left him off the ballot altogether. <laughs> I think that's what people are really struggling with with the way it turned out. Kale McCarr, who you're going to watch play tonight, is a phenomenal defenseman. I think Roman Yossi deserved the Norris Trophy. He actually got six more first-place votes than Kale McCarr. But McCarr won because the 20 or so voters had Roman Yossi in a third or lower position. That's what really tipped the scales. That was the most surprising thing, and that, I think, is the, the sore spot uh, for a lot of the the Predator fans, because I think some people just almost overthought it. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, 96 points, what more can you say? He's already won the award. He, It's not like he ignores defense. Roman Yossi is a very good defensive defenseman. He carried the Predators. So I think nobody's just, just nobody's buying the argument that you would put him third or lower on a ballot. If, if McCarr had won it, 
that's that's understandable. And McCarr did win it, but the way it happened is 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 going to sting for a while. No question. Willie Donick in for Jeff Hem tonight. 705 first pitch at First Horizon Park. You can hear him on 949 The Fan alongside Max Hers, friend of the show. Yep. Willie, thank you for taking some time with us today, man. We really appreciate it. Guys, I love talking baseball. I will do my best over the next three days to not call the sounds for predators. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> what happens, I, I, no mulligans allowed. Bro. I got to stop. I got to make sure they're doing that. I think it's going to be warm enough out there that that won't be a problem. <laughs> okay, good. Yeah. Thanks for the confidence. <laughs> All right, man. All right. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, Men's College World Series, the curse of the Omahogs continues. We'll be back after this. Main Street Sports Day presented by Mid Tennessee Bone and Joint. Stick with us. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint treats your orthopedic injuries and existing conditions. Our trained physicians will get you back in the game faster. Contact us at 931-381-2663 or www.mtbj.net. Hey folks, while we take a quick break from the show, I want to tell you about our friends over at Custom Stone Handlers in downtown Columbia. Ed Rich and his team at Custom Stone Handlers believe in leadership. And outside of the military, our greatest leader building platform is sports. Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game. You can contact them today at 931-490-4990 or visit customstonehandlers.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods here in Columbia has been outfitting teams, officials, and anybody else from T-ball to college for 50-plus years. Be sure and check them out at 931-388-8060 or online at jonesandlang.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, the look of a winner. Zion Christian Academy, zioneagles.org or 931-388-5731. You can schedule your appointment. Go toward their campus. It is beautiful over there, and you're definitely going to want to see it. Again, it's zioneagles.org. Give them a call, 931-388-5731. 5731 and schedule your tour today. A game without a crowd is just a scrimmage. A performance without an audience is just a rehearsal. Without your presence, high school sports and the performing arts aren't possible. Ensure that these essential extracurricular activities continue to enrich the lives of students in Tennessee. Purchase a ticket to your local high school's game or performance. This message presented by the TSSAA. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint has been the official sports medicine provider for Murray County Schools for more than 40 years. We specialize in orthopedic injuries and our OrthoQuick walk-in service lets you bypass the ER. Visit us online at www.mtbj.net. The curse of the Omahogs apparently still exists. (laughs) Ole Miss with the the win yesterday. Uh, Great stuff by Willie. Oh yeah, good, good stuff. Willie, Willie's about as versatile as it comes. Oh yeah, really appreciate Jeff yep. for hooking us up with, with Willie before he um, had to step out for a couple of days. So I guess Willie's going to be taking it the rest of the weekend. Yeah, I'm, that's it's good to know. Good, good and, and great for for the sounds to have a couple of great voices in the yeah, booth. Sure, you, you don't get much better than those two. And 
eventually Max Hers is going to be a household name in some market. I don't know that it'll necessarily be here, but it'll be somewhere because he's really, really good. Yeah, he's really, really good. He's really, really young and got a chance to, you know, learn a lot from a lot of different people and seems to be taking advantage of it. So absolutely kudos to him. College World Series, uh, Oklahoma Ole Miss this weekend in the championship series. Ole Miss gets a chance to continue the Magnolia State's run. As the Jello Shot Challenge, Ole Miss now over 9,000 in the Jello Shot Challenge. You wonder how they're keeping up with the with, with making the Jello Shots, right? Are they keeping up with making them? Yeah. You mean like the 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 actual the production of yeah Jello Shots? Yeah. Because I mean, you Jello, you have to. That's true. Refrigerate it for it, at least 24 yeah, it, hours. It or takes a little time. At least a little bit. <laughs> and if somebody's buying a thousand. Well, here's the trick. Okay. The secret is they actually have been purchasing uh, Slurp, which is a a pre-made Jello shot, like packaged deal. So, uh, Slurp came in. Uh, shout out to Greg for making the cannonball run from Kansas City with a truckload of cases to get us through the weekend. We're here to party just waiting on y'all. And I, there are five bartenders standing in front of about 20 cases of slurp jello shots. So it's going to get wild in, o- in Omaha. So they are not actually making the jello Correct. shots on site. They are purchasing jello shots. Correct. From somewhere else. From but you still got a store. Yeah, I guess I guess they have, they have a an, freezer an outside or a, freezer fridge or something. They have portable. Something. You got to have something. But um, refrigerated trailer sounds exactly like. yeah, like an eighteen wheeler refrigerated trailer. You have to yeah, right. And Jello on wheels. <laughs> they are now extending the donation two dollars for every shot purchased by Oklahoma fans will go to uh, the Oklahoma Food Pantry, uh, OU Food Pantry. So. This is this is getting crazy. Where, where is Oklahoma? You said Ole Miss is at nine thousand. Mm-hmm. Ninety, yeah, nine where's, three. Where's Oklahoma? Um, so, Oklahoma, Oklahoma, ha. Oklahoma, ha. Uh-huh. They are currently at last report, uh, four hundred and eighty-nine. Ooh, four hundred eighty-nine. Oh, and Ole Miss not four thousand eighty. No, four hundred and eighty-nine. All right. Where's Arkansas? Uh, eighty-five twelve. Yeah. So mm-hmm. about eight hundred. Ish down. You know, if Oklahoma, if you really want to join the SEC, you're gonna to have to pick up a game. Really? Like this. Because I mean, even I mean, Notre, you say Notre you want Dame to come join has, the SEC. Notre Dame has out Jello shot. Well, Oklahoma. Yeah, that doesn't shock me. I mean, Catholics. Yeah, I mean they have real wine at church. Yeah, but mass. It's yeah. I don't. I I really don't see a whole lot of. They're, they're kind of built for this, right? They, exactly. I yes. don't. I, I mean, I don't know if I if I have. Ever seen a whole lot of Catholics just knocking back Jello shots? Though that's there's a difference between wine and Jello shots. Uh, true, <laughs> that's, yeah. there's a difference. Well, I mean, how would you know though? I, I guess <laughs> you, you don't know if you're, somebody's Catholic or not. No, you're when right. Knocking back a Jello shot? No, no. Well, if you're knocking back a Jello shot, yeah, I, you're my people. So I'm. <laughs> yeah. Let me no tell matter you. what religion, right? I don't care. It's I don't care <laughs> what. Yeah, doesn't matter to me. So I guess now isn't the time to say that I'm not a huge Jello fan. So I don't. I will tell you, I'm not a huge slurp Jello shots fan. We tried them 
Okay, all right. So, so there's a difference here. D- define the difference between the slurp jello shot you're talking about and just a regular molded jello shot. Well, the difference is the alcohol they use, and you can absolutely taste the alcohol in this so, slurp jello oh, shot. So it's a little, it's a little heavy, huh? Or it's bad vodka, probably just cheap vodka. Mm, if I had the well vodka, yeah, or less. Mm. And and so like it's the job done. There are, there are places who there are places like you know. There are some bars that have the automatic Jello shot maker. We just put okay. the vodka on the top, and then it circles through the Jello shots. It makes the Jello shots for you, and that sort of thing. And as it comes out of yeah. the, or it's already, it's, it, I guess so. It funnels through there, and the consistency of which that it automatically kind of congeals. No, to... it, it actually goes into cups. Okay. Yeah. So it's pretty. It's pretty neat. Those are really good. Yeah. Those are those are mixed well. These are not pre-made Jello shots, but not. I mean, hey, if that's how you got to get it done, that's how you got. Oh, no, nothing wrong with that. It sounds like a little bit of a cheat to me, but when you're selling at at that level, what at that level, forty thousand of them. Well, it's it's uh, around thirty thousand, I would say. Mm, Wow, because about twenty between Arkansas and Ole Miss, but the rest of them are like four fifteen, five seventy six, four eighty nine, three hundred four, one ninety eight. Amateurs. Yeah, so in Texas A&M at 1,300. So. Okay, so, <laughs> so Ole Miss, Arkansas, and A&M are the only ones upwards of 1,000? Yes. Surprise, surprise. Just means more. <laughs> Just, mm-hmm. And everything. I don't Ev- care if we're playing everything. tiddly winks or drinking jello shots. I'm telling you. George, it means more. What, who's the, who was the what, – where's Auburn? Oh, never mind. We talked about Auburn. 15. Which is interesting for a team that was there. As long as they were. As long as they were. So <laughs> y'all, y'all gotta figure it out, man. Texas 304, sheesh. I'm telling you, if you want to come to the SEC, I, I'm almost tempted to, to call Greg Sankey and ask him to remove their Yeah, you might want to rethink this whole thing. I don't think they're ready. Yep. They ain't ready. ready. They ain't ready. <laughs> <laughs> Goodness. But anyway, the curse of the Omahawks continues as uh, how how do we get this information to Arkansas, or do we care to get this information to Arkansas? Because honestly, well, I, I mean, as long as they don't do something about it, then we don't have to worry about them. Apparently, so this is, this is what I'm saying. So maybe we just let them. Well, I think it's worth at least one, you know, maybe tag you. Know, we. We, did you have you ever found the actual logo of of those of the Omaha of the Omaha the turn of the century? Oh, uh, the, the Omaha Omaha the Omaha Omahaws from eighteen eighty seven to from, from, yeah to nineteen oh one yeah. <laughs> well, Teddy Roosevelt years, roughly. You know, uh, I've not found any particular uh, logo per se. But, uh, yeah, so, no. Pro- yeah, the logo was probably an O and then followed by and an that's O. that's probably about it. that's the logos they had back then, right? If anything. Yeah. Yeah, they probably, I mean, there's a there's some trading cards out so there. So maybe we could have a little fun with that, create our own little. There is an Omaha Omahogs Twitter account, apparently. At Uh-oh. Omaha Omahogs. Well, Interesting. Now, is is that from an Arkansas side of things, or uh, yes, is it? It is. It's an upside down Razorback head. So, 
and they haven't tweeted since 2015. Mm. I, I mean, all I know is there there has to be some sort of acknowledgement that this is not original. And I think that's that could go a long way in in easing the the curse's mind. Yeah, just provide existence. We acknowledge. Pay your respects. Pay the respects. That's it. Pay your respects. Maybe we just, you know, politely, hey, I don't know if you're aware, but maybe pay your respects and come up with something. I don't know what they would do the next time. Because they'll get back. Yeah, they'll be back. They'll be back. There's no question. Anyway. And, and the curse will be waiting for it. Curse, <laughs> curse didn't go anywhere. <laughs> Not unless they do something. So... All right, let's take a quick break. Braves on the other side of the break, so stick around. Main Street Sports Day presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint is back after this. 